What's up, beautiful people, and welcome to She Prays First Podcast. I am Janiah, your host, internet bestie, and sister in Christ. The purpose of this podcast is to help you deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ and become rooted in the Word of God. Each week, we will deep dive into some interesting topics, analyze Bible passages, and have some amazing conversations with guests along the way. I pray that God uses this podcast to help us all gain a deep craving and desire to learn, love, and live His Word so that we can be able to experience the fullness of His peace, mercy, and grace. So pull up a seat, turn up the radio, headphones, or whatever you're listening on, and let's get into it. What's up, everybody? So today's episode is extra, extra special because it is literally the first episode of She Prays First podcast. And so in today's episode, we are going to be talking about finding peace during uncertainty, whether it be just living during COVID, college, you know, school, don't know whether we're going to be on campus today and online next week or just dealing with the uncertainty of life in general. And so we're going to deep dive into this topic of uncertainty and talk about some ways that you can find peace during these unsettling times by building a relationship with Jesus Christ. So let's get into it. So thinking back to the start of COVID, which was late 2019, I don't know, it just feels so long ago at this point. But I vividly remember starting this Bible plan that was by Joyce Meyer, and the Bible plan was like titled, Dealing with Fear in Uncertain Times. And honestly, I had actually discovered this Bible plan through someone else's Instagram story, because I saw a little piece of the plan that they kind of just highlighted and uploaded. And I didn't really know them. I did, I think, DM them asking where it was from, but they didn't respond. So I searched the web. Like, I literally, I searched the web looking for this little quote or whatever. And lo and behold, it was a Bible plan on the Bible app. And so basically the quote read, living by faith does not mean that we ignore our circumstances, but it means that we choose to focus on God and believe that he is greater than anything that we're going through. Now, mind you, at this time... Like this time in my life, I was really struggling with my faith, like just struggling in my faith in God, you know, wasn't really reading the Bible. If I was reading the Bible, it was for a Bible plan that I didn't listen to or, you know, I would get on there, you know, have the person read the words to me and maybe, maybe not fall asleep, but just know that I was not invested in strengthening and building an actual relationship with God at this time in my life. So despite reading many Bible plans about dealing with uncertainty, I was still dealing with the rampant fear and uncertainty and from what exactly, I don't know. Honestly, as I'm thinking right now, it was probably just that. I think I was dealing with the fear of not knowing. So back then, my faith was heavily reliant on guided Bible plans, devotional, I, for the life of me, could not seem to open the Bible and read for myself. It was just so much easier to open Instagram and, you know, repost an inspirational Devo, put it on my story and call it a day. Or, you know, go on the Bible app, check off one day on my Bible plan, you know, leave it at that. Which makes me think of this verse that I actually read recently. And so the verse comes from Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 and so it says therefore my beloved as you have always obeyed so now not only as in my presence but much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and so in this verse paul is talking to the philippians and he's basically just urging them to continue living and learning the word for themselves whether he's there like present or not now unlike the people who paul was talking to who were obedient prior to him giving the reminder i was not And don't get me wrong, if you're trying to learn a word and go in depth, 
Bible plants are like amazing tools for doing that. But for me, the only glimpse that I got of the Bible was through a Bible plant. So the only glimpse that I got of God's word was through somebody else's eyes or through somebody else's lenses. And so if I wasn't reading or participating in some type of plan, then I was not reading at all. So at this point, it's, you know, really like no wonder I had no peace in my life. Felt like it was very, very uncertain. Hmm. So this all brings me to the question of what is peace in Christ compared to peace in the world? And so worldly peace kind of gives a false temporary sense of peace. It's like, okay, I feel at peace right now, but it's likely to change, you know, hence COVID or I'm peaceful right now by society standards, but I just got on Instagram and saw this person's idea of peace and now I'm not at peace anymore. Or, you know, I'm not peaceful enough. It's like there's an ever-changing scale of what peaceful looks like or, you know, what peace is. It's kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, but make it peace. The world tells us that peace exists when there's no conflict or hardships, but I beg to differ. Peace in Christ is the ability to remain at peace throughout all of these hardships. It's the peace in knowing that you're with Christ and that when we put our faith in Jesus, this is his guarantee that we can feel peace in any given circumstance. So that's, you know... We feel at peace despite the fact that we're in a global pandemic. We feel at peace despite everything else that may be going on in our lives. That's peace in Christ. So this makes me think of the verse in John 14 verse 27 which says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Now hear me out. Jesus isn't just called the Prince of Peace for any old reason. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace because he is the one and only person that is able to truly bring you peace in your life. He's the only one that's able to do these three things. Number one, he's a mediator and an intercessor. He can fix the broken, he can heal the sick, and he can unite the divided as we have seen in Ephesians chapter 2 verses 14 through 18. Number two, Following Jesus brings about a righteous, ordered, and balanced life. Following Jesus means seeking and serving God's kingdom and not for ourselves, not for our own good, but because that's what God has called us to do. And in doing that, we will produce good fruits according to Matthew chapter 7 verses 17 through 19. A good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. And to just build off of that point one of my favorite verses Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need and so finally number three the promise of eternal life free from evil sin and death now I kid you not if I could go wait at the bus stop for Jesus to come pick me up then I definitely would but of course that would mean I would not be able to be here sharing the gospel with you guys and just anyone who has a hunger for God's word so sadly I won't be able to just you know go sit at the bus stop but just know that when my ride comes i'm ready to go okay <laughs> but anyways number three is a big one because there's literally no one else that can give you eternal life meaning that jesus is the only one he has a gift that no one else could ever offer not amazon not target not walmart nobody jesus is the way the truth and the life no one gets to the Father except through him. There are no back roads to salvation. The Waze app cannot just reroute you to find another path to eternal life. This is it. Jesus is it. And so the way I like to think of this is kind of like a video game. And so imagine you're playing this game. And so when I was younger, one of my favorite little computer games to play while I was at school was called Doom Buggies. It's this little card game or whatever. And so basically, 
after each level you know you beat you level up and you keep leveling up until you know you hit this point where you get stuck and so for me that point was on level eight i just could not seem to beat that level i would go home i would sleep on it i would come back the next day try it again and at some point i just continued to let this level drag me and so this is where your faith in jesus comes in because are you going to continue to let this level drag you or are you going to quit or are you going to turn to Jesus Christ and say, Jesus, I'm desperate. I need you. Take the will. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm getting in the passenger seat and I'm letting Jesus drive because that's the reality of the situation here. The reality of the situation is that Jesus has already beaten and finished this game over and over. So for, you know, sake of my metaphor, Jesus has already finished Doom Buggy and beat it over and over. Super Mario, Jesus has already beaten and won Super Mario over and over. And for what I'm actually talking about, life, Jesus has already overcome life in this world over and over. He knows what the current and future levels will bring and how to beat them because he has already beat them. And so for us, it's like, why would we wait and sit here and stress ourselves out, you know, go crazy over something that Jesus has already done? Like, why are we sitting here stressing over a test that Jesus has already taken and aced? And at this point, he's literally waiting for us to ask for help. So some ways that I came up with to help you become closer to God and just be at peace with your relationship with Christ are one be more intentional with your faith and so this looks like waking up and reading the Bible like really putting in the time and I know I personally can scroll on TikTok for hours and so it's like if you have the time use that to really get into his word and learn and pray regularly okay and so when it comes to prayer a regular misconception is that these prayers always have to be very formal and very routine but no i literally pray in traffic in class in the store it literally does not matter just talk to god and so lastly reach out to other believers which is definitely a new one for me y'all like definitely a new one but having Christian friends, mentors, people you can talk to and fellowship with is a very, very big part of all of this. People who can hold you accountable, who will convict you if they ever need to, and just a friend who will pray with and for you is very important. And more importantly, a friend who will always point you to Christ. I recently started using the Low Sister app, and so I'm definitely looking forward to making so many more Christian friends on there. And I will surely keep you guys updated, but I encourage you to download the app for yourself and experience it as well. And so just as a reminder, hard times really help you to appreciate peace. And we're all going to experience hardships in life, but the main factor in all of that is no matter what we go through, we must keep our eyes focused on Christ. James chapter 1 verse 3 says, For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So having your faith tested builds endurance. Just like that Kelly Clarkson song, it says, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So going through these hard times shall only make you want to hold on to Jesus even tighter. Because hard times really do exist and we will all encounter them at some point in our lives. But it's about acknowledging the hard times and then circling back to acknowledge that Jesus has already overcome these hard times so as i close i do want to encourage all of you who are currently listening to just take some time and just get closer to god and build a stronger relationship with him open your bible each day before you open instagram and one thing that you could really work on when dealing with uncertainty is finding a verse that really speaks to you and memorizing it so that 
that way when any intrusive thoughts or anything come your way or you're just having a bad day repeat that verse to yourself and so that way no matter what you always know that jesus is with you and so with all of that being said thank you so so much for tuning into this episode if you would like to get to know me more and have more truth-filled faith-based conversations feel free to join me over on the she prays first podcast instagram at she prays first podcast and on my personal instagram at janiah Aaliyah. and if you enjoyed this episode and you're loving this podcast as much as i am please be sure to screenshot this episode and post it on your instagram story and tag me so thank you so so much for listening to this episode of she prays first podcast and i can't wait to talk to you next time bye